Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, bringing you the best mobile movie reviews that I can possibly uh, muster up. It's kind of a kind of a cop-out, I think. Uh, continuing on with our underwater adventures, our jawsploitation. It's amazing that the movie came out as long as it did, long ago as it did, and we still try to capitalize off of Jaws. And uh, I know this isn't still, this, is, this movie coming up next is 20 years old. But still, you think, man, how did the impact of Jaws still resonate 20 years later for people to still kind of use the idea, right? This movie was brought up by my podcasting brother, uh, Kevin Nez, from the Mac Nez podcast, ESP podcast. Dude's got several things going on. Just one of my favorite people I've ever met. Super cool guy. And uh, usually when he brings up something, I try to jump on it pretty quick. And he wanted me to bring up Red Water. And I'm glad that he did because I'd never seen this. This is a made-for-TV movie. And it's surprisingly good. Uh, it's one of the better shark movies or shows that I've kind of seen, really. Uh, this thing works really well. Um, let's get into some statistics here. Uh, directed by Charles Robert Carter. That's right. The guy that brought us Jim Cotta <laughs> brings us this movie, which kind of makes you go, okay, I don't know where we're going, but all right, let's see. And this is a made-for-TV movie. And you can tell, I didn't know it when I was watching it, because again, I'm just clicking on it, watching it, but it's got those hard breaks in the movie, right? Where the screen just goes black. And you're like, ah, this had to be made for TV. And it was. Sony Pictures Television. Uh, New Line Television. So, kind of a, uh, a sharing uh, production here. And, let's see, why to watch? It's ominous, thrilling, and rousing. I love these three-word reviews, man. It gets a 4.1 out of 10. I think it's better than that. Uh, conclusion. Is there an enjoyable... Uh, this is an enjoyable movie. Good kill scenes. There's an underwater fight scene and a submerged car. Yeah. It, it, it delivers, I'm telling you. That's all it's got. That's the only two it's got. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and let's talk about this cast. How can you go wrong with Lou Diamond Phillips, Right? That's just kind of an instant, all right, I'm on board, right? Lou Diamond Phillips and Christy Swanson. Buffy the Vampire herself. Vampire Slayer, not the vampire. The original, the movie, right? We all know Christy Swanson, right? Uh, Deadly Friend, Mannequin 2. I mean, what else? She was in tons of stuff back in the day. Oh, The Chase, The Phantom. Uh... Dude, where's my car? <laughs> yeah, maybe forget about that one. We've got Coolio in this movie. 
just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, you get Coolio in your movie. Just when you thought it was safe to watch a movie, you got Coolio. Um, and he's playing exactly what you think he is. Uh, a hard-nosed thug, holds his gun sideways, I ain't playing that game, that kind of guy, right? Your, your typical black rapper guy that we put in every horror movie at that point where they acted kind of like this, right? I don't know. It just seemed to be a requirement in the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. I, it's It was a trend, folks. I don't know why. It just was. And uh, he does it well, I will have to say. Uh, there's nobody else really to bring up. And I'm sure I'm missing somebody. Y'all be like, man, you need to talk about so-and-so. Well, we're not going to do it. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie. Lou Diamond Phillips. Ex-oil driller, Right? And he's got a back history where the group that he was working with had a really bad accident. A bunch of people got killed on his watch. And it just kind of deterred him from ever doing that kind of work again. He was married to Chrissy Swanson. She's working for a company that uh, has found a new oil deposit and is wanting to get to it before the other competition does. So she reaches out to her ex-husband and tries to get him on board. He doesn't want to go for it. But at the same time, he's in uh, a, about a bad a shape to where he's going to lose his boat because, you know, he don't have the money. He goes to the bank to try to, you know, get things refinanced or whatever, and they won't do it. He's behind on his payments, down on his luck. You got some bad problems, right? I didn't even read a synopsis, did I? Let's get back to that. Let me do that real quick. Um... Uh, Former oil rig worker. Hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what the, the, the synopsis says. John Sanders becomes a, a, Louisiana, a Louisiana fishing captain after a tragic accident, accident ends his career. Uh, in need of money, he agrees to help ex-wife, Kelly, whose company is having trouble extracting oil. Meanwhile, thugs working <laughs> for a Jamaican gangster heads to the same bayou, searching for $3 million buried underwater. Both the scientists and the criminals are menaced by a man-eating shark, or a man-eating shark, that can survive in fresh water. So, that's the other twist about this, too, is you're kind of going back to the original concept of what Peter Benchley based Jaws off of. It was about a shark that swam upstream into fresh water and attacked some kids um, upstream, you know, in, 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 a, in a lake or a river. And, uh, you know, that was the, the initial thing that led Peter Benchley to writing Jaws. And uh, so here you are kind of using that idea and making its own thing. So it's not really a Jaws ripoff. But they're kind of taking the original concept idea of what supposedly really happened to make this movie. I guess y'all can hear it. It's, it's raining right now. It's, so if you're hearing a bunch of racket, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. The, the synopsis was exactly the same as what I was saying. Um, but yeah, so you flash forward to Jamaica. This, this crime boss is saying, go get my money. This, this guy dropped it. And so, Coolio and this other young guy that's need money 
go to uh, Louisiana, meet up with a guy that supposedly dropped the shipment, and they're going out and forcing him to take them back to where they kind of where he kind of dropped the, the 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 loot, and they're going to start searching for it. Well, this happens to be the same spot where we're going to start drilling, right? So you get this conflict where they, the, the bad guys end up taking everybody hostage. But at the same time, you got this shark swimming upstream that's killing people and heading right for the same area that Lou Diamond Phillips and them are at. And that's pretty much the gist of this. There is a cool scene where there's an old abandoned vehicle that's underwater. And, you know, one of the guy gets in there to try to draw the shark. He's going to try to kill the shark so they can continue looking. And the shark attacks the person in the car. And I'm, I'm going to say it. I mean, this, is, this, is, this movie is done really well. For it to be a made-for-TV, made by the guy that made Jim Cotta, I'm utterly suppressed. Suppressed. Impressed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to drive, and it's really raining hard, folks. Uh... I'm really impressed with this movie, man. Uh, this was very enjoyable and very well done. Um, they end up in a scenario where it, you, you get some foreshadowing of, hey, watch these levels when we're drilling, because if it reaches a certain level, it means it's going to explode. Well, guess what? That's going to happen. Uh, but who doesn't love a showdown between Lou Diamond Phillips and a shark, right? I, I really like this movie. Uh, uh, I plan on watching it again. So, really surprised at how good this one is. The shark looks good. Uh, it's It's got some CGI shark stuff in it. But it's right on par with everything else that I think came out at the time. So, that kind of shows you that even though we were using CGI in the movies for sharks and stuff, this is really on the same level. And... Uh, it doesn't really look bad. And obviously you get some shots of, you know, some real shark footage in here as well. But yeah, I, I think the story is good. I think the characters are good. You know, the Coolio thing can be good, can be bad. Um, and you got one menacing shark here, man. This, this thing isn't playing around. And uh, it's had the test of, taste of human flesh and... That's what it wants. So very, very entertaining. Lots of fun. I, I like the story. I like the adventure of it. I like the uh, the conflict. It, it's it's really done well. It's not so much a shark movie, but that just adds another layer to it. It's kind of like kill, Killer Fish that we just covered. You know, you've got this interesting story going on. That obviously, you want to get down to the shark being the the main you know, nemesis of the whole thing. But really, you got enough interaction between these characters that it holds up. Yeah, the Jamaican crown lord is kind of a throw-in kind of thing. But other than that, this thing works. It works really well. It's got a lot of good gunplay, uh, lots of diving off of things because they're blowing up. It's It's got some good action in it. So... I kind of recommend this one. Uh, I will give this a... Uh, I'll give it a 3 out of 5. Pretty close to a 4, actually. 
so I really liked it. Alright folks, it's really starting to rain hard. I want to get off of here and uh, we will check you later.